centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, a special guest. So we often have our own practitioners and facilitators in, but I, I always do love reaching out to who comes to Liberate. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the people that come to Liberate, we end up making them some of our practitioners and facilitators <laughs> too. And so today's guest is Nina. She's been coming to the store uh, since basically the th- since we've opened. And a few months back, uh, we realized she has this beautiful gift for facilitating meditations that are healing and transformational and, and, and really just, just take people to that next level of releasing and empowerment and, and, you know, the few that I've been to that she's done are 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 really changing, life changing, and have that impact on people. And today we're bringing her on so that she can talk uh, all about meditation, archetypes, and 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 and, and goddesses. the goddesses, of course, <laughs> goddess meditation. I mean, she does a lot of goddess meditations here too. And so, you know, I want I, this this meditation and facilitating that is just one of the many many hats that Nina wears as, as well as being a wonderful, tremendous actress. And so, like, I, I just want to welcome her and Thank to share so a little much, bit about Christina. yourself. Thank you so much for having me. This is. Uh, I love it here, and you guys have been so generous and have opened your hearts and your doors to me in such beautiful, kind, generous ways. So thank you so much for having me on the Liberate podcast. Here to liberate your mind, body, and soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, you know, I like to have people kind of backtrack and like, you know, what got you into this? so funny you say that because I have, I found the book that was the first goddess book. Um, I have it. I have it always have it. But I found in it recently the receipt from when I bought it, and it was a Barnes and Nobles in Union Square in 2002. And you know that's not there anymore, probably. No. <laughs> I might still be there. But yeah, but right. But I can't believe I can still read the receipt. I also yeah. bought um, a board game and The Alchemist that day. So I saw that uh, receipt. And it's called, and I, it was just my gateway book into this work, wow. which is it's called. Goddess as a, the Goddess as the Girl's Best Friend by Laurie Brockway. And it's just this great kind of breaking down the archetypes of the feminine spirit, the feminine, the characteristics through um, really easy, accessible, gorgeous, fun, you know, great humor and giving the goddess the characteristic and like rituals you could do in your life. And that was really, I just devoured that. Wow. And um, so that's, I guess, 2002 is when the seeds got planted for all of this. Now, had you experienced meditation previous to that? Or was this just like, okay, I'm drawn to this book. I'm not sure why. And then I do it after. You know, the meditation came after. the meditation. So that was in 2002. Now I have the evidence. Um, and then I, I, I met my personal meditation practice really started about seven, maybe eight years ago. Um, and around that time, I again found this uh, this draw towards goddess and archetype work, and would 
over here at the Cafe Mustard Seed Cafe, I would get books off of Amazon about goddesses and archetypes and sit in Mustard Seed and take notes like I was in class because I just couldn't, I was literally devouring this information. And it's not until a couple years ago did those two roads meet, the archetype and the goddess work and the meditation. And they kind of synthesized in me in a way that made so much sense. And also with the acting work that I do, because a lot of the you know, as an actress, I get to visit and work with archetypes. I get mm-hmm. to visit. And so another book, just give a shout out to the book. I love, I love, <laughs> I love books. I like it. And people, people love to know recommendations. You know, there's so many people that are listening and that they don't even know where to start. And, 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 you know, you, you go online and you do a search, you're on Amazon. It's everywhere. And if you see that there's a million titles and you're like, what's good, what's not, I don't even know how to discern. So this is great. Great. There's a, it's funny because I ran into Angela at the library today talking about books. I love, I'm, I can't, I was raised on a library card, so I'm a nerd for books. I love it so much. But so, the goddess books I buy because I end up reading and reading and reading and underlining it. So the one about seven or eight years ago that really kind of rocketed me, um, it's called Goddesses in Every Woman, and it's by Dr. Jean um, Shinoda Bolin. And she is the, uh, the leading Jungian psychiatrist who works with goddess and um, goddess archetypes through her work. And she wrote this beautiful book where she, she um, deconstructed the feminine psyche, basically, by looking at the seven main goddesses the, on uh, Mount Olympus, the great. So you have... Wow. So, and, she ta- and Gloria Steinem does the foreword to the book. Like, it's pretty amazing. So what are those seven main goddesses? You have Artemis. Okay. You have Athena. Mm-hmm. You have um, Hera. You have Hestia, you have Aphrodite, mm-hmm. and Demeter, and Persephone. So Artemis is the sisterhood, this, you know, the feminine spirit is the, the guide. The um, Athena is the intellect, you know, the, the smarts that goes through. What was the next one I said? Hera would be um, the wife, you know, the one who has the, the companion. The, yep. Um, Hestia is the, the, often is the old wise one, the one who, you know, home of the, um, of the hearth. Um, Aphrodite is the gorgeous lover, the muse, the Marilyn Monroe, you know, Mm -hmm. and then Demeter and Persephone would be the mother and the daughter. Mm. Um, so the idea is that she, so this book is again, so incredibly accessible for how thick of a subject matter that really is. And for me, what it just turned the lights on was when you put this, you know, if I look at it as a deconstructed, full female person, like we have access to all of those at all times. And by looking at them one by one, I can start to identify in myself, oh, where is my Aphrodite? How does my Aphrodite come out in the world? Ooh, do I have um, enough Demeter kind of going on? There? Like, do, could this situation use a little more of that mother energy? And so this identification through the deconstruction, which is basically those goddesses are all aspects of the great goddess, right? Mm. And a lot of different cultures and, and have that. You know, you have the, the Hindu who they all break out through Shakti, all the different, yeah. you know. So it's, it's a theme that runs throughout the world through cultures who weren't talking to each other. You know, yeah. this is just deep, deep, primal, in our DNA recognition of these archetypes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that book, and so from there I just bought everything I could find on Amazon and just sat and read and read and read. 
for all the different cultures. And, and then through the meditation came this idea that if we're all recognizing, well, if I can recognize these things in myself, all of us can recognize these things in ourselves, men and women too, yeah. men and women. Um, so they're all aspects of us and you know that gives us power then by saying okay not shaming or saying I don't want this quality in me but finding that it exists and right. finding its worth and its value and, and and how I can best utilize it for my highest good and the highest good mm-hmm. of all and also there are some situations you know if I go to a business meeting I need Athena Mm-hmm. A bit more than if I'm home cuddling up with someone and it's a little, le- you know, Athena doesn't need to be there yeah. <laughs> for that. But the ability and it's, you know, and also fluidity within those mm-hmm. is such an incredible feminine characteristic that, again, like I need, we need that balance of masculine and feminine. So I, as much as I need the masculine energies, I also need the feminine energies and vice versa, whatever gender you identify with it's the balance of all of these energies and to be able to like drop out of my head into my heart and into my body and into my flow Mm -hmm. through this goddess stuff has um goddess stuff I say as I throw (laughs) stuff with a capital s um hey you know you know everything that we do I mean taking it and not having it mean so much but mean so much at the same time perfectly put yes 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 so um so yes, yeah, so and the meditations become these incredible places to facilitate using a particular goddess as a touchstone, as the teacher, as the theme, as the North Star. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the exciting work I get to do is delve into her and come and, you know, the meditations that I get to do here, which are so awesome, um, you know, they're 45 minutes and it's like using the goddess as a guide and through that guide I you know draw I create a a um adventure if you will Mm. that is really my my deepest intent Mm. is that it allows anyone there to go within look at that aspect of themselves draw that out recognize it be able to interact with it however that is in a gentle and a loving it's always with you know the intent is for the highest good of all and then to be able to leave going okay she was awesome and I'm going to bring more of that goddess energy you know that goddess was awesome I'm going to bring more of that into my life I can see where I could use some Kuan Yin compassion in other areas Mm -hmm. or like oh that's interesting I'll be able to use that maybe not but it just it becomes a way the great honor I have is to allow people to recognize that thing within themselves which already exists. That's why these archetypes are and these goddesses are in our blood. And to see how to, to grab it. I mean, a couple metaphors that are coming into my mind mm. for, you know, both both masculine and feminine mm. whatever way because you know, uh, is, um, you know, if you don't know the different utensils you have in the kitchen, you might not know, you know, they're sitting there in the container and like this Beautiful, one might be yes. better for this one or this. But once you actually know that they're there, they've always been there, you can know that, okay, I'm excited to use this uh, for, for, you know, flipping this or this to grab this or this to do that. And the same for like a, if somebody has a toolbox and they have all these tools and it's sitting there and then you're like, oh, yeah, no, they, this hammer is going to be good here. The screwdriver here, that's like I can use this wrench or, you know, this, you know, socket wrench is going to work better than exactly. this other wrench. and and 
then it just makes life so much simpler. And, and more efficient. And more efficient mm-hmm. and effective, and then there's value, and you can go mm-hmm. in that toolbox at any mm-hmm. time, or you can go into the kitchen and grab that utensil at any time and know where it's best used for whatever you're doing. I love that. And it's also, these to, to build on your metaphor, it's also, you know, in the toolbox, sometimes all you need is the pencil. You don't have to get the table saw out. Yeah. You know, so it's starting to recognize what is it that I need. And uh, and also it's just, it's a cool, I often think of acting as being an empathy ambassador. Mm-hmm. And um, that's eventually what this work also does. So if I'm kind of in, you know, um, studying one particular goddess, I'll see her everywhere. I'll yeah. see it. It's, it's like, you know seeing a new car for the first time then you see it like everywhere you go but like that's the recognition that is the great gift I get to do is say recognize this part of yourself recognize that it's in everywhere and start to see it around in the world I, I really I really like that and in drawing people's awareness to their self is mm-hmm. how people heal right? mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. so much we mm-hmm. hide from ourselves. we hide from these different aspects you know like Maybe somebody's afraid of their Aphrodite self because, you know, of their, they have fear around sexuality or, or, or passion and mm-hmm. that type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe somebody's afraid to be smart mm-hmm. or, or that, you know, they grab a hold of that and they make everything else, you know, in all of those. But we have this collectiveness. So it sounds like it's been this amazing exploration and identi- identifying these in yourself. And so I'm guessing this uh, huge journey. Yes. What have you noticed shifted in your life as a result, both career-wise, mm. personally, and otherwise, is having a better understanding of these facets of you? Um, there, I have a significantly uh, greater capacity of compassion for myself mm. to see that... Um, that I don't have to be one thing and I can move in and out accordingly. And that if I unconsciously slip and I'm, you know, into another, you know, again, to use the Athena example, like Athena isn't needed everywhere. And sometimes she comes out in me because <laughs> <laughs> I identify with that. And to be able to go, oh, Athena, I see you. I, you are, I don't thank you so much, but right now is not the time. Like you said, like being able to be like, oh, the spatula, the spoon, the knife to know what these things are as opposed to feeling as though me Nina the boat is being steered uncontrollably I now have this um a relationship with myself and then you know and I the more there, this is bottomless work bottomless studying not just I mean it's bottomless work within of course but like I could lock myself in a cabin in the woods and not get through all the books that I want to read in the next three years you know so it's having that compassion that there's, here's, to, here's the point I'm trying to make. This has allowed me a curiosity that is probably the deepest curiosity of my life that I can remember. I and feel it, that. And it shows up everywhere for me now. Mm. And, um, and it's this, you know, I've had, I've been doing the meditations for about two years. Gosh, that's a wild. And um, there are some people who have come. I do them monthly, depending on where. I used to do this really awesome um, private residence collective. I've done it in people's homes. I've, I've done them one-on-one often. I've, I love to do it for uh, 
I've been invited to do it for baby showers or bridal showers, you know, hold facilitate a space for this. The, the monthly ones, I've had the great gift of having some people who've come every month for two years. Wow. And to watch, sometimes when I'm facilitating, it is such a beautiful thing to watch people willingly taking the time to get into a space of self-care and self-curiosity and to go within. I'll forget I'm the one talking. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, Nina, you're the one talking. Like, you have to keep going because it's a beautiful thing to watch and to watch. And, like, you know, I have the great benefit that some of these people really keep in such contact with me that they tell me their experiences. And I can, I've seen shifts that are this is this work is so humbling and so beautiful and to facilitate really people it's just a space for people to recognize their self and something you said too is it's the oneness it's mm-hmm. the collectiveness it's the everyone in a room from all different walks of life can recognize the Kuan Yin compassion they can recognize the butterfly maiden transformation they can recognize you know, the satisfati creativity within themselves. And then we go and we see that these goddesses span, like we were saying, all over every culture, every country. And that is the oneness. Yeah. The energy. Mm-hmm. Tapping into that and tapping into oneself. And I'd love to hear someone without without sharing specifics about people as far as, like, intimate details that maybe would... would uh, you know, but some things that you've seen that people have shared um, about the transformation. You know, I really want I want people to understand that the, the you know so they can nominalize it, put mm-hmm. it in a wheelbarrow. What shifts you know have you? The witnessed? one that comes to mind is um, a dear and wonderful woman who has come to these meditations. Um, you know, a lot of it is again, like I said, it's a guided meditation, so you what I guide is for you to have this private experience, right? And she very early on, I'd say very early on in the, in the couple of years I've been doing this, um, it was revealed to her in these meditations that uh, dance was important. She was always dancing in, in them. And she shared with me that that was something that she had done as a child mm. and hadn't done in a long time. And uh, it became a joke after every meditation. She'd be like, well, I was dancing again. You know, there I was. And we laughed. And uh, a couple months ago, so that was, you know, this has been almost two years. Worth, a couple months ago, I went to her level four ballet dance recital. Wow. And it was one of the most gorgeous. She just put herself in class. And she started, and I, and I, and what's amazing about that, and she's an amazing woman who, just, I mean, she's just an amazing, inspiring, inspiring woman. But I watched her put herself in class. And by the time she got to level four, I think it's level four, forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, everything started, gives me the chills. Everything in her life started opening up. You know, she followed, she took the time to take care of herself to sit and get curious about herself. Mm-hmm. She got information about it. She got enough information about it that she couldn't deny it anymore. And she followed it. And then her life, just like Alice in Wonderland, doors started opening. Mm, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And that's the power of being in your truth and in your yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? If we deny these aspects of ourself, passions or other elements of ourself, we're denying who we truly are and if we're not who we truly are 
then how can life flow? Because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's like a holographic image and we're, we're really over here, but we're living as if we're the holograph, mm-hmm. have, you know, like that's not really controlling the movement. That's just a shell. So if you can pull yourself back mm-hmm. into that alignment yes. and be what that image is portraying and be who you truly are, then boom. And, you know, and to bring it back to like the archetype, the, the, yeah. the, the archetype work, Joseph Campbell, who's one of the greatest, you know, leaders, scholars of myth and an archetype, what's his most famous quote? Follow your bliss. Yeah. Because that, you know, he, you read his teachings and it, because he's like, that's where the magic is. Mm-hmm. That's like you're saying, where the power flows. And if I can be brave enough, because it takes courage to do that. Yeah. It takes courage to do that. We're, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. It takes courage to do that. And so, and that's why the meditation, it's a practice. Because, you know, if we could all meditate once and be fine, we'd be done. Yeah. But it's the practice because I practice doing that every day until something shifts. It's practicing the scales until I can play yeah. the concerto. It's lifting the weights until I can, you know, lift more. I don't know what happens after you it's, lift a lot of weights. It's reading the lines until you memorize yeah. it. And yes. you, you, you know, and... We don't just, yeah, and sometimes we can do things and we can tap into it very easily, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it is about reworking. It's, you're never, you're never done learning. And that's Mm. the beautiful thing that I, I was uh, taken by in the comment that you made is that you opened up this curiosity and Mm -hmm. this, this devotion Mm. to this curiosity and to this path that you realize the more you dove in, the more you don't know, the more, so much more you can learn, see, and discover. And mm. it was like, uh, and, and that's one of the famous quotes, but I have no, no idea who it's by, but you know, like the more we know, the more we don't know, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and taking that and having that pull you to the next directions mm-hmm. of your life to bring, bring this challenge of you know we should always be learning we should always be growing there's so much there's so much and and may i have the courage to be happily surprised by my life may i not think i know what's going to happen you know i can get pretty heady i can get pretty athena and be like okay i'm going to control this and do this but (laughs) the most wonderful things are the things i could never have thought of so may i have the courage to be happily surprised by my life is and that curiosity, you know, because if I, if I'm willing to be happily surprised by my life, that allows me to walk with my chin up mm-hmm. and be curious about what's around the corner. Yeah. So that curiosity, I love that you called it that curiosity translated into yeah. devotion. Because yes, that is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, you just and having that, you really feel. I feel it mm-hmm. sitting here that you walk that space mm-hmm. and that light and I, I mean for those that are listening you know to give an example I'm sure like everybody has somebody that they 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 just not that people don't have down days we have down days we have up mm-hmm. days but you just know that they have this level of acceptance and it radiates mm-hmm. is this positive energy and this happiness from the person and people just are mag- magnetized to them you know mm-hmm. the, the, the person that lights up the room even if they're silent you know and uh, that's that's the energy Nina has is that she's really taken this and to peel away some of those shells or those layers to say, okay, this is me. 
this is what I'm doing, and this is so what I'm kind. discovering, you know? That's a kind thing to say thank you. You know, I, I've, uh, I've, I've experienced many different meditation facilitators, and not to say that there's not a lot of amazing ones out of there, but there's also a lot of mediocre ones that people that, you know, necessarily aren't as clear of a channel. And so I, I really, you know, you, you clearly do the work. And um, on that, you know, on that notion, talking a little bit more on meditation, for those that are listening that maybe don't have the opportunity to, that maybe they don't live in LA or they, they can't make it to the monthly events mm-hmm. or whatever, what are some things for somebody that's brand new, they're just inspired by one archetypes and the different aspects of their self or they're, they're inspired by goddesses or they're inspired by meditation, like where can they how mm. what's some steps that somebody can take to start that path of looking with it the best um advice i've ever heard about how to start meditating is to take 10 deep breaths in a row mm. that's all you have to do at first because the the my experience with the practice of med and there's many different ways to meditate so and i you know every it's fine it's again following your it's finding the one that works for you there's mm-hmm. no right like we you do what sets your soul on fire you know yeah. you do the thing that's yes 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 so for me you know it's holding a space for me to be able to let me show up yeah so taking 10 deep breaths in a row at first is is hard sometimes to just sit that still you know so that would be a great place to start and then after that for meditation I just set a timer and I sit and sometimes I have a visualization mm-hmm. sometimes I have a mantra sometimes I imagine um, my different body parts smiling <laughs> <laughs> like I make my butt smile and then my knees smile <laughs> and the tip of my nose and that helps you know turn my vibrations up mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as the goddess work, there's like, for me, my gateway in was reading. Mm. So finding a book that turns you on about this work or archetypes, and then to blend the two, find, you know, it's again, doing this work is trusting the ding, the ding that goes on Mm -hmm. in you. Like, Ooh, she's interesting. Ding. Let me read about that goddess. And if that dings you and you can't figure it out, that's okay. If you can't figure out why, you know, if it just dings you setting a timer, for 11 minutes and just sitting with her and thinking about her and asking her if she has anything to tell you. Super simple, but super, super impactful. I love how you said that. I wish I could remember what you said earlier. I'm going to have to listen back to this when you're like, it's the big, but it's the small. Whatever you said before was so good. Good thing it's being recorded. <laughs> oh, and, and do you want to share a little bit more about archetypes besides just the goddess archetypes because you know you, you touched mm. a little bit about joseph joseph campbell and you know he has the many different mm-hmm, archetypes mm-hmm. and um before i forget on that notion too i, I want everybody to know that many guys come to these goddess yes, meditations you, too because too. you know it's a, you know I, that goes i mean as Nina was saying, this is all aspects of yourself. So mm-hmm. guys are just as welcome, if not, you know. Yeah, I love so. it. When I always say the guys who show up are always the righteous dudes. They're the ones who are like, oh, yeah, I see you. You're awesome. Like, you're bringing it in. And, you know, I've done um, just female circles, too. We used to do those on the new moon, which is a very beautiful. But for, and less noted, they're all co-ed. Um, 
And to touch on the archetypes, you know, the thing that, you know, there's, I mean, there's so many, right? The, the basic ones we can th- say are like the teacher, the knight, the warrior, the, the, um, the wizard, you know, there's different archetypes that, and we could, the list can go, go, go on and on. There's that great archetype. Is it Carolyn Miss who does the... Carolyn Miss, yeah. yeah. What, how do you say her last name? I, I say Carolyn Mace, but... Mace, I, it could, could be right. Sorry, Carolyn. Um, <laughs> but she has that great thick deck, you know, and so it's, it's, it's identification as mm. archetype, right? So if I look through that deck and I see, let's say, the, the maiden, mm-hmm. a very popular archetype, and I'm feeling like a maiden on some aspect of my life. I'm feeling, or the orphan is a great archetype. I'm feeling like the orphan in some. Um, to have recognition through archetype, immediately the identification goes, okay, I'm not alone. And in that I'm not alone, I don't have a survival. There's just a breath, a chance to get information from that as opposed to fight it or succumb to it yeah does that make sense absolutely and there's a great um you know the idea that like this is not a linear life we're living right so i can go from the orphan to the maiden to the wife to the crone to the wizard or i could go from the orphan to the wizard to the crone to the wizard to the maiden, you know, so it's this idea that these archetypes are, exists. I love the idea that these archetypes and these mythologies exist on an alternate plane that's this invisible plane, but it supports us. Yeah. And, and I like the notion that you can go between all of yes. these because I think so many people get caught up in the comparing their outside, or their outside world to the inside world, you know, sure. like, and so oh, this is the path that this person mm-hmm. took, especially idols or, or friends or close people and stuff. They, they look and say, well, they went from here to here to here to here, and so that's the learning curve that I should do. And it's like, no, there's, there's we, we go all around and not all roads, you know, like... Right, that's our unique follow-our-bliss path, yeah. right? If I follow that, it's going to be different, and yours is going to be different. And that's, that's the beauty I'm starting to realize, too, is that if I can recognize, again, the recognition, the identification that there are so many unique paths, then I go, oh, great, I get a unique path, mm-hmm. right? So there, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fluid, circular, nonlinear, invisible world. <laughs> yeah, and, and as we continue to grow as, as a, and more population increase in different mm-hmm. times and different things like that you can see that mm-hmm. as a direct manifestation within society mm-hmm. like how many you know people thought you had to do this or you had to do this and then you see all of these different changes in technologies and advancements and paths and then let's even take like something like uh TV networks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like now how many different channels are there? There was like five before and now there's like hundreds right, or, right, or right. how many different types of genres of music mm-hmm. are there? And like, and then you can get in the individual that's between mm-hmm. and a little bit of this and a little mm-hmm. bit of that because nobody has to fit in a box anymore. Mm-hmm. We never had to, right, but we but created no. so many beliefs that we felt that we were wrong or right to. And to that point, what's so, what another reason I love this archetype, the goddess work is there aren't 
like in our in our human life right now, there aren't a lot of examples or people who have tread the path before us about how to do that. Yeah. Um, but if you go into the mythology and you go into the goddesses, there they are. And so it's like leaning into that. And also like there are, I was having this conversation with someone recently, there aren't a lot of amazing examples of strong women, but you one of the goddesses there are. There aren't a lot of examples of, you know, in our real life earth experience mm-hmm. of men supporting strong women, mm-hmm. but you one of the myths there are. So we get to lean into that, learn from that, take what we mm-hmm. like, don't, you know, leave what we don't like. And move on and create and be an inspiration for the people behind us, you know, for the younger generations who, like, they've got it going on right now, these these kids. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, whoa. So we have to, like, make that path for them, learn from them, show them this work, too. It's like, that's my dream right now is to find a way to do this work with kids. Okay, let's hear it. Let's create and claim it right okay, now. All right. I would, lo- I would love, I would love to do a meditation facilitation for kids, for schools, to let them find the Artemis inside of them, to let them find the Sarasvati inside of them. Recognize that. So cool. You hear that, right? You can tap into that, that, that pure bliss and love and alignment that's coming out of you. Mm, Thank you. From you, that means a lot. Thank you. So say so be it. Say so be it. And so it is. You're created and create and be. And who knows who's listening? If that's something that you can bring to your school or a different place, you Uh, know, let's reach out to us, you know? Love that, Christina. I think we're we're in a place of support, you know, like it's all about helping each other in collaborative uh, societies and realizing that we all have these different paths and these different ways and that every single one is unique and that there isn't competition. There's just, co- mm. there, there's, there's, yeah, you might walk similar paths, but you're walking your own. So it's still different. There's mm. room for everybody mm-hmm. to have and be. And the more we support. You are a tremendous facilitator of that. You, you really, really are of that, um, of that truth. Yeah, you make space for that to be true for a lot of people. So thank you. Thank you. And let's make let's make this happen for you. It's happening. It's I can feel it already. You can see the twinkles and it's happening. It's, it's already done. And um, what else? What else do you want to share? I don't know what else. I feel like I could talk about this forever, but I don't know what else to say. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about you know what do people ex- what can people expect you touched a little bit that there are these 45 minute sessions that you guide people through so what are they like so here in the in the public you know again the the one-on-ones would be different a lot of time we talk about those too because maybe people want to work with you one-on-one. those are so beautiful and sometimes and i get the honor of doing them with uh people men and women sometimes on a regular basis and it's just me facilitating a personal meditation um, based on either uh, something we've talked about specifically, or sometimes we do a spread with the goddess cards. Mm. And it's, you know, never ceases to amaze me that they know what's up at all times. It's just amazing. And then um, being able to, like, doing a, a bridal or a baby blessing way, you know, coming in for the woman who's about to get married or a woman who's about to have a child. And hold the space and facilitate for her and her sisters, her tribe, or you know, men and women come to those yeah. too. 
Um, those have been amazing and so beautiful. And, you know, some of the greatest compliments I've gotten are come from women who say to me, I haven't been this relaxed in the last nine months. Thank you. And so that to me is the greatest honor. And so here, when we do the public gatherings, it's a set up in 45 minutes where, and I'm very mindful of the time. So they're 45 minutes because I know that, um, some people that can be a distraction the time. So I say, I've got you for these 45 minutes. I will watch the clock. My voice is your guide. You can use it to come back to, you can always come back to it. And also it's okay if you snore. It's okay if you move. It's okay if you cough. It's okay if you sneeze because that happens. And it's just eliminating all of these things that can get in our heads and start to drift us away from doing this work, which takes again, courage and a tremendous self care to show up to get in your car or walk and come here and sit in the chair and say for 45 minutes, I'm going to hang out with myself is an, is a radical act of self care. And I recognize that. So I will do everything I can to hold that space for you which includes really minding the time. So then the first, I would say, maybe like 15 minutes is, um, is I will talk about, as, as people begin to relax, I will talk about the goddess who was our guide for the evening and give her history, her themes, um, anything that's, it, it's such rich material, anything that is, calls to me to be spoken to the group that night about her. And then in that 15 minutes, also a relaxation, a deep mm-hmm. relaxation. And then the last little less than 30 is a guided meditation, wherever it is that this goddess takes us. Sometimes it's the bank of a river. Sometimes it's a pyramid. Sometimes it's the ocean. Sometimes it's outer space. I love it. Um, sometimes it's a combination of all of the above, and we—it's a very—and it's a respectful um, co-creation with the goddess too. So you know, she's part of it; she's in it. I follow my instincts, my own personal meditation, any kind of the channeling that I've done to make sure that she is present in the way that is the most respectful to her. And you know, we at the end after we come back into the space and I'll guide you back into the here and now we do a nice kind of relaxation into the here and now a re-entry if you will and then a deep moment of gratitude for all who have gathered and the goddess guide and every you know and all unconditional loving beings for all in space and time who've held the space with us and then a um, gentle opening of the eyes and sometimes you know I often, with you know, in collaboration with you, will have crystals or stones that people get to meditate with, according to perhaps what is the energy that we're trying to, you know, have the intention with. Um, I've done before where everyone's written a letter to themselves and we put it in the mail, you know, Aww. so they don't forget what happened. I've done um, creating candles at the end for yourself or writing, you know, and we have an altar. So what she's pretty much saying here is that every every meditation is unique. <laughs> yes, that is that is very true. And it sounds like everyone is magically and divinely guided. That is, I have, uh, it brings me to on my knees every time how true that is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for all you do. Um, what where if you if where can people find you? 
Um, the uh, besides here every once in a while. Besides here about once a month at least. Um, they uh, the website is Circle Gathering. That's the name of this energy field that this comes out of. Circle Gathering, and so is it CircleGathering.com. CircleGathering.com. Thank you. And um, CircleGatheringLA at gmail.com is a great way to email me. And I'm on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> What's your Instagram Circle handle? Gathering. Circle Gathering. Oh, I love it. And what I always like people to be left with a bit of wisdom, insight, or last words. So whatever mm. you'd like to share. I guess my last words would be just a quick meditation to put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath. And to drop into that beautiful heart space where the healing happens. And let yourself know that you love and trust yourself and you're willing to be curious about who you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Christina. And I hope everybody really enjoyed this. Um, you know, we really appreciate your feedback. If you leave reviews, it allows more people to find us because iTunes kind of rates you by how many reviews you have. Yeah. So take a moment, leave a review. Five stars is great. You know, whatever you feel. And, you know, until next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.